0: The Golden Knights embark on a five-game road swing, but first, a stop at the White House. We have all the deets coming up next right here on Locked On Golden Knights.
1: Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Well, hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco, Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. We appreciate you doing so. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. And please make sure to check out the YouTube channel that is Locked on Golden Knights. So, Chris, VGK is going to be visiting the White House today. And then they play five straight road games, including uh, the one in the nation's capital coming up against the Capitals tomorrow night and then at montreal and then philly and pittsburgh back to back and then they wind up in dallas so do we have a total points guess for this upcoming trip i would guess about five and a hook
1: i mean if we're gonna go over if we're gonna go over under the way vgk fans are probably gonna bet you'll probably start at five and a half and money will flood in on the over so you'll probably have to juice it to six with uh Know depending on how the bets come in, you know, maybe move the move the return a little bit, if
0: you will. But five and a half is a good spot, and I actually think it'll go under. I think it might go under as well. So they're gonna be playing teams. So you look at the caps: seven, four, and two. Montreal seven, six, and two, all these sevens. Uh, you've got uh Pittsburgh, you got Philly, uh seven, seven, and one, Pittsburgh seven, six, and oh and the only really good team would be Dallas perhaps with 10 wins already on top of the central 10 3 and 1 and that's a total of 38 26 and 6 uh do you see any issues what what do you think the difficult spot would be the back to back Philly Pittsburgh i think the
1: caps game is probably the most difficult spot you got the team acclimating from the time zones you have everything happening today in the white house that's going to Definitely be different than the norm as far as uh how the team spends a day, whether it's at home or on the road. Um, just first game after the road trip was always a weird game. It's always a tough game. And then the back-to-back scenario, yeah, I'm with you. And honestly, by the time Dallas comes up next Wednesday, that's uh nearly a week and a half, you know, 10 days later, Mm. teams gonna be tired of being on the road by that point. They're gonna want to get home and they end the road trip against the toughest team. So I think the toughest two spots are the beginning Tuesday's game against Washington. And then the following Wednesday's game
0: against else. Uh, any idea who is going to be speaking at the white house today? Will it be William Carlson, four scores and seven years ago? Something. I mean, I the, the, the
1: points leader of the team should be the one that
0: speaks, right? Oh, no, do we have any idea? Obviously, it should be Cassidy. I don't know if McCrimmon's going to show up there. Uh, I mean, he'll be there. Uh, Foley is, does Bill Foley go? And then, okay, so Cassidy also said right that Riley Smith might be joining the team at the White House, which I think is really cool. But what about Larry Broswa? I mean, was did he get an invitation? Did Phil Kessel get the invite? Because I would think that he would want to check up on his Iron Man streak and make sure that that is firmly placed in the Smithsonian. That's pretty funny. I'm
1: curious about the Jets. Let me see if they have a game. Jets don't. I think it's tomorrow night. The Jets' next game is going to be in Winnipeg on Tuesday night. So I mean, it wouldn't be out of the realm for him to make a trip down. Kessel, I don't know. I don't know if Kessel cares, honestly, but um, it's not a bad thing if he does or doesn't. I just don't think it might be that important of a spot to him. I could be totally wrong. Kessel might show up and have a good time with the boys again. Nice, uh, nice reunion. But I mean, I think the sound clip came, uh, the sound clip of the night came actually from our buddy Carp, of course. So Carp's talking to (laughs) Martinez about um, asking him his thoughts about going to the White House and everything. Oh, yeah. And... um, Martinez said there's been a lot of Forrest Gump references circulating around the room and Martinez just said he doesn't want to be the one that drops his drawers and accidentally shows Biden his butt but then obviously he went on like that wasn't a negative about Biden that was simply the. Simply the Forrest Gump reference and all that when he got shot in the butt. And you guys just know what I'm talking about okay, there. you know what you're talking about. Yeah, but he did. But Martinez did go on to say it doesn't matter what side of the island that you're on. It's an amazing experience to get to go that's, there. That's very true. And all true. of that. So Martinez is one of the three Americans on the team, I believe. So there you go.
0: Okay. A thought occurred to me. So because the Vegas Golden Knights are taking the entire team to the White House today, right? Do you think that they might have gotten in an extra skate and now they have all these players there right? that are injured, might be coming back, what have you? So you take everyone there. So a complete roster. And so what are the possibilities of seeing, you know, Chandler Stevenson? Is he OK? Uh, Nick Wah, Nick Haig, are they close? And do you sneak in a skate there at the nation's capital?
1: Oh, they'll skate tomorrow of gonna, definitely. I don't know. They're, they're not going little... to skate. They're, they're not going to skate today. But uh, I think. I mean, I think maybe they're going to skate after the trip to the White House. But I think that'd be kind of strange. You never know. But they'll definitely be on the ice tomorrow, Tuesday. There was no localized practices that media had access to if the team did did do anything over the weekend because I mean they traveled on Sunday, so you would. I don't know. I mean, I didn't see if the team had a, had a skate on Saturday or anything like that, but. As far as reinforcements, we know Nick Waugh is skating. I can't recall if Hague is skating or not. I forgot if Cassidy mentioned that. Stevenson is strange, right? Stevenson, it was maintenance day. It was, we'll have him in practice. He'll be in tomorrow's lineup. It was, he got some bumps and bruises and all of a sudden he's going to miss the next two games. And I could be totally off on this, but I feel like a reference was made where it was like, well, we'll we'll see reference if Cassidy is going to be able to get Stevenson back on the ice um, on the early side of this road trip. So this is and this isn't a, a Golden Knights or a Cassidy thing. This is simply the the verbal warfare, if you will, among teams trying to cautiously not necessarily say what's happening exactly although Cassidy did basically when I asked him Friday after um after the win against the Sharks about what the goalie rotation if how the plan was going and Cassidy basically spilled the means on the entire plan for the next two weeks so that was kind of cool so you know what, the plan? Really what,
0: what was the plan
1: so the plan for the goalies as I saw it the reason that Hill went for the two games in a row, some of the old vibe to go against his old team in the San Jose Sharks. So to quote Cassidy there, there's a little bit of that going on, number one. You want to get Hill into a rhythm, um, but now the concern is the other guy. Yes, we have another other guy reference. Another the concern is the amount of time the other guy goes between games. So if I had to handicap which goalies are going to go win on this road trip, yeah. uh, it's going to start with Logan Thompson because okay. otherwise if Logan doesn't go you're looking at his last start being November the 5th and then not going until November the 16th that's way too long for what is a true tandem yes Hill is starter a starter a 6040 clip but it is a true tandem I want to be clear about this so Washington Thompson Canadians Hill Billy Thompson Penguins Hill. So Cassie did say they're going to chop up the first four games of the trip, the four, or the four games of the week is the way he said it. And then Cassie went on to say which goalie goes against Dallas and Arizona. That's certainly going to be important as well. I will feel very confident in handicapping that Hill's going to go against Dallas and Logan will get the first start back on the, the first game after the dreaded road trip. Those games are always the worst. Teams always struggle first game back after a long road trip. They're gonna, The goal lights are going to be like a minus 280 favorites, and it's not going to be a pretty game. I'm not saying they're going to lose. It ain't going to be a pretty game, though.
0: Coming up next, the Oilers finally firing their head coach, Jay Woodcroft, after a 3-9-1 and one start. Oh, I yeah.
1: May. I called it in May. I called it in May.
0: I know. And VGK broke him. They absolutely broke him. How do you fire a coach after a window? We get into all this next, right here, on Locked on Golden Knights. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and much, much more. Whether you are into speed, power, or style, ebay motors has got you covered and with over 122 uh, million parts to choose from 122 million parts to choose from for your ride or die you will always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you are burning rubber not cash And with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the most valuable player and bring home the win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Welcome back. Locked on Golden Knights. This Monday edition and don't forget, on Fridays, we've got, what, the Friday? On Saturdays, the YouTube exclusive with Chris and Chris. It is F1 week. And, uh, Chris, did you get a chance to drive on the track? What was that yeah, experience like?
1: we did. I mean, it's it's as exciting as it is upsetting, I think. Um, you're driving down Colville, and you got oh. bleachers everywhere. You're driving down the Strip, and what happened to the fountains, you know? I mean, I get all the hoopla and exciting. And one clarification I do want to offer, I guess there is somewhere built into this F1 deal where $25 million is going to our schools. My question is, is that like a per year thing? Because if it's bringing in whatever billion it is, $25 million seems like a drop in the bucket on a yearly basis. So is that like one lump $25 million for the schools over 10 years? Are they getting two and a half mil for 10? I don't know, but... At least there is something helping our schools that desperately are in need of funding. But back to the drive, I mean, like we drove one of those temporary bridges that goes over like Koval and Harmon over Koval and yeah,
0: Koval and Harmon over there. Uh, I have not haven't no, been Paradise, there, but that, paradise, paradise. Oh, is there one seriously at the at Koval and Harmon? Yeah, How do you get across Koval and Paradise? Koval and- but there's none at Koval and Harmon? No,
1: because that's the actual where the track makes a turn right there. So they they didn't do one right there. There's one there's a couple of bridges around the strip. There's one that goes like behind like Bally's Paris Planet Hollywood that goes over as well over there too. So that actually okay. that would be Harmon and the Monorail. Like it's literally right next to the Monorail right there where the Monorail crosses. So it's Okay. Our, our city looks to, a little But different. we
0: need we need to cross Harmon right there. Okay, on uh, Koval and Harmon. For my clients, I'm just okay. We're doing a little pre-planning here to get to that area with the start-finish line across the street. So do you just walk across the street? I think so. I don't on. know. I'm I'm
1: thinking about going rogue on Saturday night. I'm actually thinking about parking somewhere try and somewhere? trying to get it after after the kids go down, coming down to the strip and just challenging myself to find a view of the race. And kind of laugh at all these people spending 2000 a ticket,
0: or it's down yeah. to
1: 700 I saw this morning, like two,
0: a year ago, 2000 now it's down to 700 So, right? What a joke! Uh, yeah, no, because I have clients that spent all that money early on as well. With okay, the F1, with the F1, Sunday, uh, the Edmonton Oilers firing head coach Jay Woodcroft and assistant coach Dave Manson. Uh, that puts an end to, I think, and you as well, I'm sure. A horrible experiment. And we know that the players definitely did not like him. We thought that he was a knucklehead. And he's going to be replaced by Chris Knobloch. And uh, he's the former head coach of another AHL. It's this a good thing that they're hiring another AHL coach. So Knobloch comes from the AHL Hartford Wolfpack. He was also an assistant, however, in Philly. And I know that you were very critical. I was as well. Of... The coaching of Woodcroft, uh, beginning with not going with Jack Campbell, I know that. <laughs> now in the minors, does he return? Uh, all sorts of issues there when they played the VGK in the playoffs. Where do we start?
1: <clears throat> Evander Kane had more time on ice than McDavid in the elimination game. I think you start there. Um, let's give Woodcroft some flowers
0: first of all. Here before. No, 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 no. I'm not giving him any flowers. I'm gonna him give him a saying bit. that. McDavid was outplayed by Wild Bill. He I was mean, outplayed you're by Wild Bill. You are throwing your own player under the bus. That was
1: Oh, from that yeah. perspective, yes. No, there's Absolutely time and place, weak. to don't be don't honest.
0: Or... And he didn't put that team in the right place. Come on.
1: No, no, no. I'm with you. But we have to acknowledge, so I'm going to acknowledge, I don't care if you do or not, but I'm okay. going to acknowledge that the Oilers had their best two finishes in the McDavid dry area era, pardon me under Woodcroft. They did make it to the conference final, lost to the Avs, made it to the second round, lost to the Golden Knights. They lost to a pair of Stanley Cup champions. So something somewhere was working. Now that's where I'm done saying anything positive. Did this happen as a result or maybe despite Woodcroft? Was just this team too good and it didn't matter who the coach was. They were going to make a couple of Okay, runs and then obviously falter uh, when the when the cards were on the table, so to speak. So, I mean, I I talked about this in May. We talked about this on the podcast, a pretty uh, big article that was that uh, David Staples wrote in the Edmonton Journal. And I think he wanted basically to use uh, use our podcast as as his personal way to blast Woodcroft, if you had to ask me why he did it. But basically, the quote was uh, Vegas commentator blasts Woodcroft. And then Staples went on to credit me for saying he doesn't think I didn't think that uh, Woodcroft was ready and blah 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 blah. I blah, thought blah. he That's said something to the
0: effect that commentator and the other guy were saying that
1: you did have you, you they, they did mention you by name so you were not the other guy. There was two articles that Staples did. The first wait, one wait, mentioned wait, my you name and was mentioned? yeah, your name was mentioned.
0: Yeah. I got ink in Canada. You got
1: you hey. got about ink, but so shifting gears, I mean, I don't understand like the. Woodcroft gets the win he gets to go through the weekend obviously this decision was made beforehand and reading a little bit I guess Woodcroft only held like a 19-minute practice on Saturday spent most of the practice kind of reminiscing with the team did a different type of media scrum where he basically spent most of it uh, blasting Mark Spector who's uh, basically one of the lead beat writers for the Oilers and stuff like that and it was it was interesting but Looking f- looking to the future here, okay. So mm-hmm. last thing here, Edmonton hires Woodcroft out of Bakersfield, their AHL affiliate. Uh Woodcroft did win the championship, the, the Calder Cup in 2020-21. So give him credit for doing that. And then he comes in the middle of the 21-22 season. The Oilers make it to the conference final. No NHL experience. He'd been an assistant, he was a video guy back in 05-06 and Assistant with the Sharks and the Oilers. So, okay, fine. He's got some experience. He worked his way up. Cool, fine, whatever. Let's talk about Chris Nablock for a second, okay? Uh WHL assistants, OHL head coach, won a championship. Good for him. Assistant in Philadelphia. The AHL coach of the Hartford Wolfpack.
0: You always said Oilers. What's that? You almost said whalers, but I almost did say whalers. Cool. That, that would have been, cool. been
1: pretty cool. So Thought now about
0: reminiscing, yeah,
1: right, exactly. So now the Oilers have another coach who has zero games of experience running in a an NHL bench. Mm-hmm. To make it more interesting, Chris Knobloch was one of McDavid's former juniors coaches. So there's that connection there, which is interesting, and. You know, I don't know. I don't know. This is, I don't think they got the next person rights. I don't. I mean, what Why does now block know? An
0: interim, an interim coach, head coach. I mean, they locked it down, right? There's a I lot of coaches. I don't know out what the announcement that are
1: unemployed. officially was if this wasn't. An it interim said her new head, head coach.
0: I thought it said new head coach.
1: So, I mean, what did they learn about the Woodcroft experience? The answer is nothing. And maybe now block is the guy. Maybe now block's going to write the ship and. Oilers are going to go deep into the playoffs and figure it out. Just maybe, but, like, I don't know. I, someone posted something on Twitter. Why is uh, uh, who, Ken – who's the GM? Why am I drawing a blank on the GM's name? Right Holland? Now? Ken Holland? Yeah, why is Ken Holland still there? And I answered with, well, poop rolls downhill, and he's still on the top of that hill right now, but his hill is definitely shrinking a little bit. And I think if the Oilers don't at least win one playoff series, Holland is going to be out after the year as well. Um, And he, they they may even win a playoff series and still be out. How that is. Okay. So Paul
0: Coffey named an assistant. That's pretty cool. The oilers great. That was but pretty interesting. Dave Manson
1: was an assistant too. So what? Like, I don't know what the difference is in those two as far as from a coaching side. I don't know.
0: I know. I just recall that you said that Woodcroft tried to outsmart himself. Uh-huh. And I just thought that that was his style. You know, he just tried to be too much. I, I don't quite know what the method is. To the madness was I was really disappointed at the way that he coached in the playoffs against the VGK because I thought that had potential to be like an unbelievably great series. It was I really a good did. series, it like was it was series. up and back and all right. that. Like there was a lot of dramas, fun. Yeah. But um, I thought it, it could have been one that we remembered for a long time. I because of the star power and everything else.
1: No, you're you're definitely on the money on that perspective. And to start with my quote about the series, and this isn't just the Vegas Edmonton series. This is about any playoff series that I look at whether I'm going to make a bet or just think about who I think is going to win. Give me the best coach, give me the best goaltender, and then we'll figure it out from there. But more times than not, if I, if, if I'm going to check column a for, you know, this team having both the best coach and the best goaltender of a, of a series, that team's probably going to win more times than they're going to lose. And well, the Golden Knights did have, because It was the matchup was technically Brossois versus Skinner slash Campbell. And Broswais got a little bit of the check, but not a, a big part. Because, I mean, you know, Broswais at the time, like, he was playing well. But, I mean, he's the third goalie in line. So, you know, you can maybe split hairs on that one for a second there. But that's where, obviously, Cassidy's NHL experience at being in the playoffs, being in the Stanley Cup final back in his Boston days, like, it didn't seem that out of reach, but Edmonton had a lead when the series was tied in that game five. And then, um, you know, there was, it was done from there. So coaching, 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 coaching. He lost I don't think the they player. got the right
0: guy. He lost the players. And at the start of this season, early on, remember Evander Kane saying, Hey, I went out there and got some penalty minutes. Cause that's the only way that I could like participate with this team. Cause they weren't playing me substantial minutes. Uh McDavid's been oft injured. I don't know what his status is right now. I don't now. think he's
1: anywhere near 100% personal Yeah, it doesn't, do doesn't look
0: to be. And then, you know, Dreisaitl and uh, the media there tried to get him to throw Skinner, right? Was it Skinner under the bus? I
1: don't know. I, I, I can't remember the exact... I think you're referencing the interview on Thursday that we were both kind of watching. Um But Dreisaitl, he's just... There's one thing about Edmonton that does bother me, and it's their lack of of depth. And I don't mean because they're not getting the right depth players, but when you get to spend seven or eight consecutive months around McDavid and Dreisaitl, like that should do something for the third and fourth liners and the role players. So I wonder if there's something we're going to deflect from Woodcroft. Because, I mean, listen, this is what, the third or fourth coach in this era right now or something like that? It's just ridiculous. So you wonder what McDavid is about his leadership abilities besides just putting up 150 points because that's not enough in the NHL. It is not enough to be an elite scorer and expect to win a Stanley Cup. You have to be a leader, period, end of story. Is McDavid a leader?
0: I don't know. And you still do believe that we are going to hear from the Oilers? Do you still believe that Uh, coming up next for them? uh today they're at home next two games at home islanders and kraken but do you still feel that uh, that we're going to hear from them in the end it's selfish
1: maybe because i think mcdavid is the best player in the universe and might be the best player ever end of story even better than gretzky but that may not e- be, ever be a discussion if he can't win start a one stanley cup before we talk about two three and four but you know i think it's good for the nhl if if uh McDavid gets going, but I joked—I uh, don't know—sometime in the spring, who's going to win a cup first, uh, McDavid or Bedard? And I mean, obviously, the Blackhawks got a long way to go, but I like their path better than Edmonton's right now. Edmonton just pressed the reset button again for the fourth or fifth time in the McDavid era. That's not good for hockey. Like I know, I've been, I know, Vegas fans love laughing at what's happening up there, and I get it, and so do I to a degree. But the end of the end of the day, McDavid doing well is good for the NHL. It's unfortunate that hopefully the Golden Knights are going to be the ones to put the nail in the coffin every year for them. They, they drove the nail in the coffin for not just
0: last season, but this season as well. Coming up next, we look back at Friday's VGK shutout win over the San Jose Sharks. Seems yeah, So like such long, a long ago. ago.
1: So long yeah. ago.
0: <laughs> a new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. I still say Jack Eichel could score 50 goals. I think he's going to go on a heater or as my friends from New York were saying all weekend, Uh, PETA. PGK could hoist the Stanley Cup again. That could be fun. And, of course, you could play Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper. It's the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network and Locked On Golden Knights. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy points and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash and Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. That's right. And entries can be made in just under one minute. And all you have to do is pick some of the superstars of the game, like Artemi Panarin. I got a Ranger reference in there for you.
1: He's Likewise, doing He's doing Pedersen's
0: got 25 points. I think uh, Panarin's got 24, last I checked. Future goal um, Connor Bernard, we'll give you a little shout-out there, Chicago. Of course uh, – you have to just try to figure out if they will record more or less than their sleeper projections that come out every day for things like goals, for assists, for saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100 times your bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight-player stats. You heard us, VGK fans. You could win a 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers. So start paying attention Nail your picks, and you can start winning big. Use the promo code Locked On NHL, and you will get up to a hundred dollars match on your first de- deposit. And terms and conditions apply. Once again, go to the Sleeper app and use the code Locked On NHL. Welcome back, Locked On Golden Knights, Tony cardasco and Senor Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Thank you so much. And make sure to check out the YouTube channel, Locked on Golden Knights. I was at the Senor Senor because I was with a group last night that I was hosting from Mexico at El Raiders, El Jets game. I had to have an interpreter. I did because I had no idea. No, seriously, no clue what they were saying. But it was. Uh, it, it wasn't was anything good time. about the football game. I can assure you that's. I didn't catch m- most of the game because I was making sure that they were all happy. That's what you do right when you are host folks. That's a so, good thing but, you didn't catch the game. It was terrible. Ra- Raiders the end, hang a-
1: give the Raiders a banner. They won two. They they beat the Jets and the Giants. Hang a banner. Hang a banner.
0: At the end of the game, it was really fun, though, because it was a good ending to the game. You have to admit that. Sure. So the they- Raiders
1: threw on third down instead of cl- instead of clocking,
0: instead of uh, running another play. I mean, why? Why, Tony Cordasco? Why? Okay so this group they do not speak a word of English okay I was like uh I said Mayama they go gringo of course they're looking at me and I go Mayama S Antonio and they go oh see his name see, see.
1: is Tony okay Antonio
0: Tony but Whatever. this group doesn't speak a word of English right we come back and one of the guys you know has his music and we patch it into the limo and Everyone's singing along with "This Girl Is On Fire." The entire group is singing; just fun. Okay, the the drinks flowing, having a good time. Yeah. Oh my goodness, where they ever? Because I was just running to go get them drinks and food, and my interpreter. We were just we were running around, but it was a good time. So that was so much fun last night, and now it's on to more funness, funness, more fun this week uh, with F1 and a group coming in for that. That's another story here. Oh, we're doing a show today. That's right. Okay, Friday, long time ago. Five to nothing, VGK over the Sharks. Um, Sharks back to being sucky, if you will. Um, two goals in that game for the our boy, <laughs> when Carlson scored, our guy from, from Lockdown Sharks, even he even joined the scrum. Oh, really? I didn't see that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they probably blocked goes, me by now. I guess I'm supposed to. Beam. I guess I'm supposed to tag at Tony Dasko on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> In any event, uh, two goals for the blue liner, Alec Martinez, twenty saves along the way, and a donut. For Aiden Hill, what happened to the donut promotion for crying out loud?
1: You know, it was almost the immaculate food night. So here's Ooh, you're saying you go, immaculate.
0: Dude, I'm, Cassidy's going to like that shout out. Cassidy He'll is like gonna that.
1: Like it. So but here but here's the immaculate food night. OK, Golden Knights get a goal in the first period. Free fries from McDonald's. OK, fine. That's cool. Golden Knights get two goals in any period. Free tacos from Taco Bell. Golden Knights win a hockey game. You get 31% off of pizza huts the next day. And then it used to be uh, Krispy Kreme if they got a shutouts. You could take your stub to get Krispy Kreme the next day, a free dozen. So it would have been the quad box, right? It would have been the the, um, the immaculate food day if they still had the donut promotion. But, I mean, it's not a hockey game. Like, I don't know the Sharks. It's Whatever they're doing, I guess this is part of the plan. So that's about my observation on the game. But what I will say is, Teams really got to rethink the strategy about bringing their parents to the game. So the Avalanche moms come, McKinnon and McCarr up all night playing penny slots and obviously and bingo. Uh, and, and, bingo, bingo. and then they get shut out seven nothing in Vegas. That's unfortunate. Here come the dads for the San Jose Sharks to Vegas. It was the dads' trip. We're all sitting there in line in back a house and there's the dads right behind us waiting for the, the locker room to open to get in with the team and stuff. So the Golden Knights have now shut out the the parents, if you will, 12 to nothing on their two games. And it's only it's November, That's so funny. we got to look ahead and see how many more uh, parents trips are happening. Because, I mean, uh, someone said, I thought this was great. Aiden Hill hates hockey parents because Aiden Hill shut out, you know, both of the parents. So there you go. Aiden Hill doesn't Aiden Hill doesn't like hockey
0: dads and moms because he keeps shutting them out. Okay. The defenseman Alec and Alex Petrangelo. That was fun. They were a plus nine, a plus nine combined. Is this what we're going to see in the future as everyone gets more healthy, healthier? Everyone's back in the lineup. They're at full strength when the defensemen can join the rush. Is this something that we're going to see more frequently?
1: I'll tell you what we're not going to see. We're not going to see Alex Petrangelo looking like frigging Kale McCarr out there in the slowest developing wraparound in the history of the NHL. We were up there in the media row, and me and Chris were talking about it on, on our on our Saturday pod, and it's like, what happened? And I guess I don't know if the goalie got stuck in traffic or maybe the goalie had F1 traffic going F1 from traffic. left to right. The goalie got stuck in F1 traffic going left Why to right. Why don't they have the great sense. Zamboni race on that track? <laughs> That's pretty they, – they should do – they could have done anything else but played a hockey game on that track. But in all seriousness, with the, with the defense and stuff like that, I mean, the Golden Knights are a rush team. Rushes start from the back. And what the Golden Knights did really well in that game against the Sharks is they got the puck, I would say not necessarily deep, but they got it like about halfway down, kind of like about the top of the circle. Maybe they worked their way in a little bit, and then they just got the puck back to the point. That's how Martinez scored. That's how Petrangelo scored. Um, So there was certainly something there in the game planning and scheming. I mean, young players are going... And young players in the NHL are going to do what what ten year olds do. I know I didn't call the Sharks ten year olds, folks. So don't don't get at me for that. But they're going to do what ten year olds do in a house league, and they're all going to collapse on the puck when you know when when they get um what's the word to use when they panic. They're all going to collapse. Golden Knights being a vet Stanley Cup winning championship team, know exactly what to do and. You know, the Golden Knights, I don't know if they necessarily fell asleep in the second period of that game. I, I feel like I did, but me and my kids took a walk around T-Mobile, did our tour, didn't miss anything. So it was it was
0: perfect. An immaculate game. There you go, an immaculate game. Not really, but whatever. You also had uh, Carlson, Howden, and Petro scoring. Uh, the Carlson goal, again, you have a defenseman who just flops. The league, it's all rigged. It's definitely rigged, Chris. It really is. Now, that was a great pass from Eichel to Carlson. Shut up, Tony. Already once in the week. And a shout out. I have to do this before we depart today. A nice shout out for our hometown UNLV football Rebels. Now in first place. Who would have thunk this? In first place in the Mountain West Conference. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for that shout. Uh, Of course, uh, well, they're playing at Air Force this Saturday. And Air Force played at Hawaii and lost. And then their airplane had mechanical difficulties, and last I heard, as of late last night, the, the most Air Force of the team Falcons had yeah,
1: plane you problems. You should have
0: a, me- a future mechanic on there. I right? watched
1: Air Force <laughs> One last night. I don't know if that ties into
0: this or not, but keep going. <laughs> no, so they were stuck <laughs> still in Hawaii. So you know, Bill Foley is he's doing his magic, I think, on the islands too, and helping to rig Saturday's game, hopefully. For UNLV, Two games remaining. They're, they're looking for now, all seriousness. They're looking
1: like at a better they're looking at a better bowl that's not going to be played like in the end of November, right? Like it's going to be it
0: could be fun. Okay. It could be fun. I mean it could be the win.
1: GoDaddy.com bowl or the humanitarian bowl. Like it's going to be okay.
0: They just yeah. stumbled at Fresno. We want that game back so bad around here. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have a preview of VGK and Washington. And I'm sure we'll have a lot to recap from today's visit at the White House. And I hope I hope that Phil Kessel got the invitation. I hope it did not get lost in the mail. And thank you uh, as well. Just real. I'm doing shout outs today. Who cares? Uh, thanks again for giving me a good tip there because I was one autographed football short. Oh, I like guess nice. sports cards. I have to give them a shout out because they, they take care of you. They, they, they take, take care of you. Everything was great. I paid Good. double the, the the amount that I thought I was going to pay. You, you mentioned when my name. That's why. Gollick, I said Chris Golic. I want the Chris Golic special. I um,
1: I get the check for that, so I get my bird dog. Yes.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, everyone out there. And thanks for making us your first listen on Friday's WTF1. WTF1 will still do that What the Friday 1 Uno. People are stealing that WTF1, by the way. I want the credit, okay? If you're an Edmonton reporter, just quote me on that. And, of course, uh, YouTube, and then Saturdays, it's the Chris and Chris Show, the YouTube exclusive. We appreciate you all tuning in. We'll see you once again tomorrow right here for Chris Golick. I'm Tony Cardasco right here on Lockdown Golden Knights.